Welcome back to another episode of Girl Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Debbie Suger, and today's episode is all around change. Welcome back. So girls, I have received so many overwhelmingly positive and insane messages, feedback, just explaining what you're all doing and how this podcast has really helped change your perspective on a lot of things. So one of the sort of key things that I have noticed in most of the messages that I have got are surrounding change, changes in career, relationships, relocating. Just overall, a lot of you girls um, are going through some hard change. So I thought that I would um, sort of go through a couple of my own experiences and talk about how I manage and handle and look at change and hopefully you come out of this podcast feeling really, really excited about your new phase in life and really optimistic about the changes that you're going through. So let's just talk about, I guess, the first major change that I had to deal with alone because I know... A lot of you girls are probably a little bit older than what I was. And if not, then that's okay as well. Um, When I experienced my first major life change, and it was also like a decision, but I didn't really, at the time, I was like about 19, really realize how big of a decision I had actually made. And I know that a few people get into this situation, but I think most of us are, are a bit smarter and think a little bit more into the kinds of decisions that we do make. Okay, but... I will go into what I did. So I decided to move from Ireland to the other side of the world, to Australia, basically within a week. And obviously it's very easy to make decisions when you're 19 because you don't really think, I guess, as logically as an adult would or you don't really care about the future as much as I guess you would when you're 29. So I just sort of like booked a ticket and got on a plane didn't really think about anything but getting to the other side of the world and making it work when I got there. So initially I left Ireland, yeah, I told everyone about a week before I left and then I said that I would do this for approximately six months and just travel and see what it was like and I didn't really have any goals or plans, I just sort of wanted a change because at the time Ireland was in a pretty poorish kind of phase and I just didn't see how the hell I was going to get a job and study and just really secure a good lifestyle that I wanted after I had left high school so I thought like maybe I'll just look at what more of the world has to offer that was kind of my initial plan and just come back and then get some inspiration and continue studying when I got home again in around six months so what I did was I got my bags together I got on the plane and in 36 hours or whatever, I was in Australia. I landed in Melbourne um, with an ex-boyfriend, a now ex-boyfriend at the time. And I just pretty much, my decision had hit me a couple of days later when I finally got there and got over the jet lag. I was really excited by the city and all of that. And then suddenly I, the like actual reality of like, whoa, I now need to get a job. And I fully am responsible for every single thing in my life. Like that was the one thing that I had never been faced with before. And this was like the biggest, scariest thing that had ever hit me. Like getting on the plane, coming the whole way over. I didn't even think about any of this until it actually dawned on me that like I was living in a real city and this was like very very busy it looked competitive and yeah a 19 year old me was just like what the hell 
have I just done? And I was really, really stubborn. I was talking about this on my stories last night, but I refused to like say to my parents, oh my God, I think I've made a mistake. Like I didn't really understand what kind of decision I made. Instead, I just got on the computer and I started like applying for every job I could within like two or three days. And I started teeing up trials for like cafes and waitressing and just random little jobs like that in the first week that I got there. And to be honest with you guys, like this sort of change and this realization of off the back of one of my own decisions that I made really, really hit me hard. And it kind of kicked me into this like fight or flight mode, like survival mode. And I still to this day don't think I've ever come out of that because it lasted for just such a prolonged period of time, which in a way has really been helpful. But now I am trying to reverse out of like being so, so, so hard on myself as if like I am still in that position that like I felt like I was in when I first arrived just because it really hit me that like I genuinely did not have anyone but myself and all of my responsibilities to rely on. And that 19 year old girl is still lingering around right now. So when you guys are scared of change or you're scared of doing stuff, um, I think it just comes from some sort of thing that we may um, have been through or somebody else has been through that we've witnessed that really embeds us into feeling like we need that security and we need to know what's going to happen and going through change and having to let go as well consciously of our past it can be a really scary daunting time so I think that was the other thing that I didn't really realize until a couple of months into my um, like me being in Australia. So I got my job, got my house, all of that stuff was sort of running. And I then kind of started to realize that, um, I had left behind like my old life completely. And I don't think I was really prepared to let go of my old life. So I was still, confident that this would be a very temporary thing and that in about three to three months I would go back home and things like that but the reality was like after that initial six months had passed and the shock of landing and being so out of my comfort zone and having such a big life change and surrounding and environment and just being so young and being so stubborn that I wouldn't ask for any help and I couldn't talk to anyone and I just got into this mode like survival mode um, where I just was really 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 hard on myself and I like genuinely wouldn't give myself any chances to breathe or anything like that because I was just so 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 scared um I also at the end of like the first six months when I had planned to go home and I was talking to my mom and she was like oh you're gonna come home pretty soon I was literally just starting to get over all of that fear and start really enjoying being in Australia and actually opening my eyes up to where I was and what the potential for my life was going to be here. So the point of me telling you guys this story is that a lot of the time in the beginning, like it could be like a couple of weeks, it could be a couple of months, it may even take a year depending on whatever change you're going through. It can often feel so raw or shocking or upsetting or scary or whatever it might be 
um, for you to actually be able to see how good what your new phase actually is because sometimes when you're thrown into a change or you decide on something and you didn't really think it through you can kind of you're automatically going to want to backtrack or you're going to feel out of your comfort zone and you're going to feel like things don't feel right or you want your old routines back and things like that all of that is honestly so normal but it doesn't mean that it's always going to feel like that I would always wait six to 12 months just based on how many changes I have genuinely been through from such a young age and alone to really know whether or not this decision is for you. I genuinely was all the way up until like almost the end of when I had scheduled to go back home before I left. I was almost certain that that was keeping me going and it was just getting me through the the first curve of that change. But when it actually came to me getting on a plane and going home and kind of ending it there, I was like, actually, I'm going to hold off and do the remaining year here because I don't think I've given this any time to really explore it and get the most out of it. I think cutting it this short would be something I regret. And I'm really grateful that I stuck it out and toughed it out, even though it was so many things were so challenging coming from where I did, um, where I came from, like so many people could not understand me when I was speaking. I used to get lost all the time because I come from such a small town that like, and Google Maps wasn't as good back then. I know that it wasn't bad, but like it was so difficult from never, ever having to use anything like that to then figuring that out. Like this is so normal for me now, but like all of these things, I was like really young and I would just like honestly find it so hard to do so many normal, easy things just because my surroundings were so different. But over time, I started to become really used to just having to literally relearn everything from scratch and just develop new routines. And as soon as I got my bearings, which actually did take longer than what you would think, maybe it was just because I was from such a small town and I was so young and I wasn't really that worldly as a person. I really didn't travel that much as a kid or anything like that. So I was just kind of really stuck in my in one way of living and I didn't really know anything more than that way of living so everything felt so foreign to me and I can honestly say that nine years later I'm still in Australia and this is what like this is kind of where I guess you get to see the silver lining of a decision that felt so wrong in the beginning it sometimes you're not the right fit for the current choice that's actually going to be better for your future um, where you are today but it doesn't mean that you're not going to level up really quick and in that process of leveling up and growing and becoming and trialing and making it work you will begin to fit that new lifestyle and the lifestyle that you feel like you're losing right now that you don't want to lose is something that you're only going to not want to lose because you don't know what's on the other side and not knowing what's on the other side and having to trust that it's going to be better and the right fit for you is the hardest thing because you actually don't know what it's going to be. But I can honestly say that progression is always going to come from harder times and you will eventually understand the reasonings behind the changes that you're going through, no matter how scary it is and how hard it feels and no matter how much you want to really just return and just 
throw it all like throw this new way of living and this new change um to the side so that's pretty much the background story and why I wanted you guys to really get a good idea of where I'm coming from with this um, podcast because a lot of people ask me like wow how the hell did you just move so young no family and I've never ever once asked for any support from anybody from my family um, I've never asked for financial support or anything like that and there's absolutely nothing wrong with doing that but for me that isn't personally an option so doing things like this is a really really uh, huge move um, knowing that like I really only do have myself to rely on and if you're in that position and you feel like you're completely alone and that things are harder for you, there's people out there as well that have been in your exact same situation and have made it work and come out better. So you definitely can do that as well. Um, the next thing that I was going to touch on was leaving relationships behind. So I've had two relationships in my whole life. One was the person that I came to Australia with initially from home. And then the other one is my current boyfriend now who I've been with for nearly seven years in September. So when you're changing and you're leaving a relationship, whether it's you or the other person that makes that decision. I mean, obviously I'm not a dating girl. I'm a 100% a relationship girl. I have had two boyfriends in 10 years. Like that is pretty crazy, but I can honestly say that when it's never easy to leave or decide to leave a partner, no matter what, and going through breakups and that kind of change where you are alone, like when I went through my first breakup, I was alone in New Zealand and I decided to move out um, just because of my own personal reasons at that time and nothing pretty bad happened or anything like that. I just personally wanted uh, something different and I had really clear goals as to how I wanted to live life and where I wanted to live life and I just didn't want to have anything change that in a way that I didn't really feel would fit my the direction I was going type thing. So I decided to be on my own for quite a while and I moved out alone and I started to really really work on myself and get really clear on all of my goals and the reason that I wanted to bring this up was because in that process where you do leave someone and you do feel empty and you obviously want to it's either like you broke up with them or they broke up with you the thing is if there is no chance of you guys getting back together um in the near future, I'd really be using that time to really identify who I want to be moving forward. And yes, it is normal to feel like like lost and lonely and sad and all of those things. But this is actually a time for you to really reflect on who you are as a person and who you want to be. And in that process, you're going to either you know, have the life, a better life with the person that you're not with right now, if it ends up working out. Um, but if you're genuinely trying to move forward, and you know, there's no possibility of that, you're not thinking that way, and you just want to better yourself and attract a better person for you. It's always worth putting into play and practice what you want to attract for yourself first. So I really, 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 really worked on who I wanted to be, what I wanted out of life. And I was very, very in, like honest with myself on what I was willing to do and not willing to do and things like that in my everyday goals and life and how much work I've been into certain things. And I really took that time of being silent to seriously get to know myself. It was one of the most challenging brilliant times of my life I was kind of 
in this phase where I was going to settle for certain jobs and not really, 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 really push myself in the ways I knew I could. And in that time where I was alone, I was able to establish like, wow, like these are actually the things I want to do. No one's going to tell me that I can't do this. And it's only me to judge me right now. I'm literally in the middle of nowhere. I'm like at the other side of the world. And I'm really able to go out and you can do this anywhere in the world. No one can stop you unless you're doing anything that's dangerous or criminal. But as long as you're not harming anyone and as long as you're being honest, etc., no one can really stop you. That people can judge you and all of that, but you need to be trying the things that you seriously want to try when you're alone with your own thoughts and your own vision and your own dreams. And in a time of change, it is the most eye-opening time if you listen to who you want to be and what is possible now for you that you're in this change, what you can do with where you are or what situation you're in that you couldn't do before. And if you really look and you really open up your eyes and ears and you actually get present and you start looking at the opportunity in this situation, you will find so many brilliant things for you that you could never have done before. So that is one of the most eye-opening and brilliant things about change. And these are the things that people forget about or miss because our natural response to anything that makes us feel like we're in fear or we could potentially be harmed in whatever way is just that we need to revert back to safety and do what we know um, and what we're familiar with. And this is just one of the things you have to have the ability and you've got to be able to see yourself. And some days it's going to be way more easy than it is on other days, but the key is to really start looking for these things and really start implementing them so that out of anything with your time, you can actually benefit and take control of how that's going to look for you. The next thing that I wanted to touch on, um, because we're obviously talking about change, is change in career or fearing like getting into business or doing a project or getting on social media because of maybe what other people might think. I think that like it's really important to um, plan and be strategic with goals and career moves and things like that. But I also think that it is really important to give things a go and be open to other people's suggestions um, to a degree. I think it is really a smart move to support yourself financially before you go all into an idea without full extensive research on an idea. The one thing about business owners is that they get really passionate about a certain product or a service or whatever it might be and they don't really look at the um, operations of a particular business or costs or risks or anything like that. Um, they just look at like the possibilities, which is really great, but risk analysis and market research and all of these other things are actually pretty important when it comes to business. But on the other hand, the reality is, it's like I've done a couple of different businesses in my life and all of them, even if you don't see the risks in the beginning, like certain risks, you end up finding new ones anyways, the longer you do it, the more you grow. And that's a that's the thing, like, had I had known that certain risks existed in the beginning of doing certain businesses, would I have done them? Probably not. 
because I would have seen that as too much damage to a business. But the on the other hand, I guess like you do have to go through certain challenges and overcome them in order to grow as a business owner. But it is really, really smart to try and do as much research as you possibly can um, and listen to people that can give you good advice and fast track that process if possible. So utilizing contacts or podcasts and things like that are really, really important if you're into doing um, a particular business or a niche. Um, the other thing is with career moves and things like that, I have been out of employment for freaking years. Like I cannot remember the last year that I was actually employed. Like if my, I used to do like a little bit of casual work at like 5am in the morning, um, just for my passion because I love coaching. So I used to do like a little bit of temp work at F45 in Bondi. Um, just because when I first came to Sydney, I honestly just missed having like that energy in the mornings and it would really set me up for my business in the day. So I just did that and um, I guess you would say that that was pretty much employment. But before that, I was in the corporate world and things like that. Um, but for fun, I would definitely for the rest of my life love to do like it, I'd love to like get all of the um, Les Mills certifications and be a group fitness instructor. That is definitely one of my goals. Like I'd love to do like an early morning or an evening class, like a couple of times a week. I just think it's just such a good, like obviously I wouldn't be doing it for money, but for me, it's like my heart is totally in that, in that job. And I just really wish I could free myself up to do the courses and just do that again. Like, and I truly believe that like career moves sometimes don't need to be for financial gains and it doesn't mean that you have to completely switch from a career to a business or from a business to a career or to a job that you really want to do like that's a really good example like that is something I will definitely be doing in the future and I think it's so important to not let the opinions of others or what others might think or what others might say or what others might like perceive like your decisions as, as a way, as a reason to stop you actually doing what you really want to be doing. This is something that I'm really strong on and I really don't care what other people think of my decisions um, because they are really... Um, they are really, really, really important to us. So um, yeah, that those are probably the most important things for us when it comes to um, change and talking about change and embracing change. Um, those things are the most important, um, like, I guess, three steps of that process. And um, I think this podcast will definitely help a lot of you banish the fear of judgment and understand that your choices and decisions aren't always for financial gains or status gains. Like sometimes you might really, really love to do something or you might really be eager to change or you might really be eager to move on with your life from another person. Um, and if you're none of the above and the change that you're going through isn't what you really want or you don't know if you really want, it's time for you to really just like step into that new phase in life and just really embrace it and trust that destiny has your back and this was meant to be in your path. So I really wanted to say a big thank you for listening today. I enjoyed um, recording this one and I'll be back next week with another episode. Bye.